You have got to be kidding me. To the Fantasy Shed on Air podcast. Everything you need to win your league. And now, your host, Rich Piazza. What's up, everybody? Thanks for listening to Fantasy Shed on Air. Here we are getting ready for week number four. I am Rich Piazza. You can find me on Twitter at fantasy shed underscore com as well as at Rich P Fantasy. You can also find me as a contributor to Fantasy Pros. My rankings are on FantasyShed.com as well as FantasyPros.com and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash FantasyShed, obviously. So I went over and I was and I was preparing to record the show and I was doing the um, show notes for this show. And just as I was about to be done, we have some major news around the NFL. And I was all set, ready to go. And then I said, okay, let me not even going to record a show this week because it's just too much. I had to rearrange some things. But here I am anyway. I'm figuring to get this out there, hopefully out there in time for you to listen and adjust your rankings and give you some, uh, maybe some good plays that you might want to have in your lineups and maybe some that you should not have in your lineups as well. That big news I was talking about, you probably already heard, and that was Cam Newton tested positive for the uh, coronavirus this morning. So the Patriots and the Chiefs game, one of the matchups that we were really, really looking forward to this week, has been postponed. Now, as of now, it is scheduled for, I believe there's no announcement. As of right now, as of this recording, there is no announcement when it is being postponed for. I believe Tuesday night is the target date, though we have to wait for more results. If another player or person in the organization tests positive, then it will probably be moved to another time, something the NFL has to figure out. So this comes after... Um, a week-long, you know, middle-of-the-week situation between the Tennessee Titans and the Pittsburgh Steelers game, which is already being postponed. And, you know, that's because of the Titans, who have now a total of 18 people between players and personnel that um, tested positive for the coronavirus. Three new players tested positive this morning. So that game has already been postponed. It's been rescheduled for week seven, moving the Steelers-Ravens game to week eight. And yes, this sucks, right? Because now heading into today and this week, waivers cleared and all that. Um, I don't know what your league does as far as free agents or if players are locked or whatever. But we're without Derrick Henry, James Conner, Jonu Smith, Juju, Deontay Johnson, if he was ready to play following a concussion, Corey Davis, etc. And... You had to go and you had to make those adjustments, right? Ben Roethlisberger, possibly, or Ryan Tannehill. Chances are you weren't, you know, those aren't your main quarterbacks, or maybe they were. I don't know how you construct your roster. Um, 
So we had to be without those and people had to make adjustments. I know a person in my home league had has both Connor and Derrick Henry, so that's a big blow for them. And now we have the New England Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs news, and obviously there's a, a lot of fantasy implications with that as well when you talk about Patrick Mahomes and um, Claude Edwards-Alaire, right? Tyreek Hill, Cam Newton, obviously the one who tested positive. So a lot of guys involved in this, and it infects, uh, affects a lot of teams. So here we have all the COVID-19 situation going on, which, listen, we expected, right? And that's why we, we warned everybody to prepare for this, have adjustments with your league, add roster spots, add COVID IR designations, whatever you have to do. It was expected. Um, it's It sucks that it's it's all in one week. And on top of all the injuries that we already have, it is making things difficult, but we are going to work through it. Hopefully the NFL has some good plans in place going forward. So we will see what happens there. If I get any information while I'm recording, I will let you know, but you will probably already know that news before listening to this episode anyway. So let's look at some injuries, and there are quite a few, as there usually are. I'm not going to go into the ones that are already there, the players that have already been ruled out that we know about in previous weeks. But for this week, ruled out is Chris Godwin. Michael Thomas has been ruled out. Leonard Fournette. Jared Cook for the Saints as well. Michael Pittman. Cam Akers. Brian Edwards is ruled out. Henry Ruggs is doubtful. So you could almost say that he's going to be out um, in that one as well. Deshaun Jackson. Alshon Jeffrey we know are out. And that's in addition to uh, Rieger, who's already been placed on IR. Um, and J.J. Rieger, Whiteside, is doubtful for this one, too. So buckle up, Greg Ward, man. If you if you claimed him, if you got him, go ahead and put him in because he's going to get a lot of targets. I'm going to mention him in a little while. Jimmy Garoppolo ruled out. Raheem Mostert still out for this week. Jordan Reed is out. He's going to miss some time. Tyrod Taylor and Mike Williams have been ruled out. On the questionable side, you have Scotty Miller for Tampa Bay. Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde are both questionable. Um, I expect one of them to. I wouldn't be surprised if Carson came back earlier from his injury um, and played this week. So that's something to monitor. Kareem Hunt is questionable with a groin injury. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins popped up on the injury report this week. Uh, he is questionable. The Cardinals said that they're going to leave it up to him whether or not he can he can play. Christian Kirk, also questionable. Zach Moss and Julian Edelman. And then popping up this morning as well on the injury report is Joe Mixon with a chest injury. So he was not on the injury report. He is now something to monitor, have a plan in place if you have Joe Mixon. So that is the top injuries for week four. And now before I get into some previews, let's talk about Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in the respective sport. For the NFL, you're choosing 10 out of the 20 player prop options to build your lineup around. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points to win your share of the prize pool. And if you're playing in contests, they also have over-under props as well. 
more about that um, at the towards the end of this episode on some interesting over-unders that I like for this week. It is easy to do. It is so much fun as well. And it's not just NFL either. They also have NBA, MLB, PGA, and eSports. But you need to use promo code SHED. That is S-H-E-D. When you sign up today and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. That is promo code SHED. S-H-E-D. For your instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Download the Thrive Fantasy app on the App Store or Google Play Store or by visiting their website at www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. It is fun. I hit pretty big last week for over $200 on just four simple props and a $20 uh, play. So go ahead and Download Thrive and use promo code SHED to get that deposit and win some money. Week 4 previews. Not going to go through the complete slate of games this week. Only going to mention, I'm not going to mention the top guys at each position either. We know that, especially when we're faced with what we are faced with, the injuries and the, the COVID situation. So who do we got? Let's go for my quarterback start of the week. That is Ryan Fitzpatrick versus Seattle. Seattle is last in the league against the pass. And I know, I know they played against the Falcons, the Patriots, and Cowboys, with the Falcons the only team of the three opponents not to score 30 or more points against them. But their defense is hurting. Their secondary is in shambles. And there is a reason why these games have been so high scoring. And part of that is this defense that I'm talking about. So Ryan Fitzpatrick. And this week, they have no Jamal Adams, no Quentin Dunbar. Shaquille Griffin's banged up. Linebacker Jordan Brooks is banged up. And that's on top of the injuries they've already had. So fire up Ryan Fitzpatrick in this one. I'm starting him over Drew Brees, Gardner Minshew, Carson Wentz, Tom Brady, just to name a few. Possibly, possibly. Matt Ryan, I'm still deciding on that one. I have that decision in a couple leagues. Um, I'm really on the verge. I'm not sure what to do because I think uh, Ryan has a bounce back game as well against the Packers, which could be high scoring. So I'm just still deciding between Fitzpatrick and Ryan. But Drew Brees, Garner Minshew, Wentz, Tom Brady, I am starting Ryan Fitzpatrick over all of them. Other quarterbacks I like this week, Joe Burrow versus Jacksonville and Jared Goff. Versus the Giants. By the way, in DFS, Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be a little bit chalky, especially in GPPs, right? But he he might be worth sticking with that chalk because he's $7,100 on FanDuel, which is a little high, but only $5,400 on DraftKings. I love that price point over there on DK. If you pivot away from him, you can look at Baker Mayfield, who I like this week against Dallas and Kirk Cousins versus Houston. Both uh, players have some nice matchups in what could be very high-scoring games. Mayfield is going to have to play some catch-up against that Dallas team so he can put up some fantasy points as well. Again, I'm talking strictly for DFS. Um, if you have the option uh, between, let's say, Fitzpatrick and Mayfield, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going Fitzpatrick over there. And this is for GPPs, by the way, large field tournaments. In cash games, Russell Wilson against Miami is the chalk, and rightfully so. One more thing since I'm talking about DFS plays. Deshaun Watson. $6,600 on DraftKings has a beautiful matchup against the Vikings. And we were worried about the Vikings, right? We were worried about this matchup actually happening because they played the Titans last week. 
So we didn't know what was going to happen there. But as of now, no Vikings have tested positive for COVID, which is great. So this game looks to be going on as scheduled. And if it does, Deshaun Watson, who people are a little bit down on, has this great matchup against the Vikings. And he's going to have a much lower ownership or roster ship, I should say, than Russell Wilson or Lamar Jackson, Dak, Mahomes, and Kyler Murray, even Josh Allen. So $6,600 for Deshaun Watson. I like that play as well. Quarterbacks I don't like this week, not really anybody in a typical 12-team league. Like I said, especially we're going to be without uh, Roethlisberger and Tannehill and quite possibly Patrick Mahomes and Cam Newton. So um, if you need them, use them. Running back start of the week, Kenyon Drake versus Carolina. Carolina bleeds fantasy points to opposing running backs. Except, of course, when I put in Leonard Fournette coming off of a 25-point fantasy performance the week before, but that's neither here nor there. Drake, he hasn't been terrible, but we didn't draft him to be a borderline RB2 either. If he doesn't get it done this week, there is some reason to be concerned, though. But I do think he gets it done, and that is why I have him as my running back start of the week. Not that you were going to bench him anyway, but he's somebody that I definitely want to get in my lineup this week. Other running backs I like a lot this week, aside from the typical studs that you're starting no matter what. I like Devil Secondary versus Vegas. I like Mike Davis versus Arizona. He's getting heavy usage. He's getting the same type of usage that Christian McCaffrey is getting. So if you replace uh, McCaffrey with Davis, go ahead and put him in with no worries. David Montgomery, there is no more Tariq Cohen right now. He's out. Uh, Montgomery should be used a lot more in the passing game as well. At least I hope so because he's able to do so. But keep an eye on Cordell Patterson, who has both running back and wide receiver eligibility on some platforms. He may be used a little bit more in both phases, in both the running and the passing. If if Montgomery is used more in the passing game, that's great. But that also means he might also come in the field to get a little bit more of a break, in which case Cordell Patterson um, will be substituting for him. Now, they did sign Lamar Miller to the practice squad, but he's not someone to pay much attention to unless there's an injury to Montgomery. Miles Gaskin, he's not the biggest guy. And yes, it is frustrating that Jordan Howard comes in and gets four carries a game and three of them at the goal line. And that's, yes, it's frustrating. I know. But this game is against the Seahawks, and Miami is going to be have to, is going to be playing from behind, have to throw the ball a ton, and Gaskins is the guy to have in the backfield in those scenarios. He's on the field more than any other Miami running back, and he can catch the ball as well. So I like Miles Gaskin a lot this week. Uh, keep an eye on Joe Mixon's status. I mentioned earlier because if he's out with that chest injury, Bernard, he could be a useful piece if you need to. I'm not excited about it. I never really am with Giovanni Bernard. But if you're in a pinch and he's available and you have Mixon, you can go ahead and pick him up. Running backs I don't like this week. Well, any Patriots running back. And this is assuming this game goes on, gets played on Tuesday. Even without Newton, we cannot trust any of these backs. Burkhead had the big week, the big week last week, but now James White is back in the fold. I don't anticipate Burkhead being as involved as he was. And I try to avoid the Patriots backfield anyway, regardless of the matchup, because you just never know. Joshua Kelly. I still like him a ton for season long, 
but I was very discouraged by his usage last week. Only 29% of the snap share, 10 touches. He did fumble, so that might have had something to do with that usage, but it was a fantastic matchup against that Carolina defense I talked about earlier, and he did not come through for us. I had him in my lineups in a couple of leagues, and it burnt me. Uh, Detroit Lions running back. That's Peterson, that's Swift, that's Kerryon Johnson. I'm avoiding all of them. Peterson is a safe play, but you can probably find better options somewhere else on your roster or on the waiver. And the Giants running backs for the same reason. Devonta Freeman, Deion Lewis, I am not comfortable playing. And you're going to hear me say a lot. There's going to be a lot more of players I do like than players I don't like. Especially, like I said earlier, in the situation that we're in, so many injuries. Now we have the COVID situation. So many teams are missing players. So you may be forced in order to find and grab one of these guys that you have to play. You might have to play Peterson. You might have to play Swift. You might have to play Freeman, right? So when I'm going over my running back, so, you know, get him in your lineup, get him out of your lineup type of things, um, there's going to be a lot more get them in your lineups than there will be get them out of your lineups because we can't afford to get people out of your lineups right now. Moving on to wide receivers. Will Fuller, if you have him, use him now. Use him while he's available and against the terrible Minnesota defense. And right now, as I said, that game is currently still on. And right now, Will Fuller is going to go. So get him in if possible. Marquez Valdez-Gantling. Alan Lazard is out. Adams is, is questionable. So even if he goes, he may not be 100%. So MVS will get a ton of targets against the Falcons in this one. I like him a lot. They're going to have to use him. Aaron Rodgers will find him. And you can expect a lot of targets. Hopefully a lot of receptions and maybe even find the end zone in this one. Preston Williams. Now, most people are going to say Devontae Parker, and that's fine too. But if you watch last week's game, Parker looked a little hampered by that hamstring injury. And he did say that he's forcing himself out there because he doesn't want to miss any time. But Williams, who hasn't performed very well this season with the exception of finding the end zone a couple times, he could also be heavily involved against this as I talked about earlier, decimated Seattle secondary. So Preston Williams, a good play if you need the wide receiver help this week. Justin Jefferson. If you're like me and the many others, you probably spent a ton of fab on him or use a top waiver claim. So go ahead, fire him up, get him in your lineup. I would be very surprised if the Vikings changed things up from last week where they lined him up in the slot a lot more often and that resulted in that game that he had. So he's somebody that can line up in the slot, and somebody that can line up on the outside, and they moved him around, and they did that. They did that, excuse me, and that resulted in a big week, so I expect them to keep using him the same way. Hunter Renfro, I talked about the injuries before. Look, Derek Carr needs someone to throw to, right? So Hunter Renfro is somebody that I would, wouldn't mind using if you need to in PPR leagues, and You'll bet I'll be having a GPP lineup with Nelson Aguilar on there as well. Because, like I said, there needs to be somebody to catch the ball. Uh, Waller has been banged up as well and has not looked that great. Traquan Smith, 100% of the snaps last week. Yes, 100%. 
It only resulted in four receptions and 42 yards, but those receptions can change at any moment, and it could be touchdowns as well. So without Michael Thomas, now without Jared Cook either, I like Traquan Smith this week too. Other sleepers, I mentioned Greg Ward, Anthony Miller from Chicago, and Cole Beasley are also guys that if you need, you can go and put in your lineups. Um, As I mentioned before, there's not many players I don't like, especially at the wide receiver position, because you probably start more wide receivers than you do uh, running backs, and there's really not anyone. Like I said, there are injuries and the COVID, and we need to get people in if we could. Um, The tight ends. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on them because the position is a mess. We just lost Noah Font on Thursday night. Also, the good news is George Kittle's back. So that is good for those who, who roster George Kittle. As far as everyone else, I like Dalton Schultz. If we could get him in your lineup, if you need the help, go ahead. And um, Jimmy Graham, he's a better option with Nick Foles in there. And if you're absolutely desperate, Robert Tanyan. Green Bay. Yeah, I said it. Robert Tanyan Green Bay has scored the past two weeks. He needs somebody, you know, Aaron Rodgers needs somebody to throw to also. It can't just be MVS and Aaron Jones, although it might be. But if you're desperate, Robert Tanyan, okay? Um, and by the way, if if we don't get anything from Evan Ingram or Hayden Hurst this week, just get rid of him. Drop him. Drop him. Get rid of him. Get him off your team if we don't get anything this week. I think we're running out of patience with both of them, and you might be better off just streaming with, like I said, a Jimmy Graham, um, a Dalton Schultz, a Logan Thomas, you know, stuff like that. Because we drafted these guys higher and when and they're not producing and it's just getting a little too frustrating over there for the tight ends. So there's really not much else to say, right? We need players on our team. There's a lot of bad situations right now. I rushed through this because I want to get this episode out there. Um, it is already in the middle of the day on Saturday, so I want to get up there for Saturday night and Sunday so you have a chance to listen and play who you need to play, plays I like, and stuff like that. It's very, very important that you are following the news feed, okay? Things are changing quickly. Um, that's not just regarding the um, uh, Patriots and Chiefs game, okay? We don't know. You you should be preparing for that game as if you don't have those players. I know a lot of platforms are already making adjustments where if the if the game is played in on, on Tuesday night, it still counts for week four as it should. But now remember, you have the waivers running the next morning in most cases too. So you have to really pay attention to that game in case there's a big injury and there's somebody they need to pick up. So I would prepare in my mind. Now, I'm I'm fortunate or unfortunate. Oh, no, I do have Pat Mahomes. Well, I was going to say I don't really roster any of these guys. No, I do. Um, but I would prepare as if you're not going to have them because I really don't think, and I could be wrong, very possible, that this game gets played on Tuesday night. I don't know. I would prepare as if this game is not going to be in your week four. Treat it as if they are on a bye or treat it as if they are hurt. You know, as if you have a Monday night game, right, where you have a player who's hurt and you don't know and you have to have a backup option. So that's how this has to be treated. And we knew that coming in. We knew that this season is not going to be your ordinary season. So have your plans in place. Platforms like the um, 
FFPC, I know, are, are running an extra waiver time. They usually only run waivers um, on Wednesday nights and Friday nights, okay? And they're adding another one for Saturday morning because of this. So, you know, these platforms are trying to do their best because there's a lot. Remember, when they make these changes, there's a lot that they have to, you know, they have to work with on their back end, right? So they're, you know, they're putting it in and they're trying to get these platforms able to handle whatever change there is. So stay up to date. Uh, pay attention to the um, news feed to find out what's going on. And like I said, things are changing. The same thing with injuries. Now, before we go, I want to talk a little bit about some Thrive props. I mentioned Thrive order um, earlier. Some props I like. I mentioned a hit for $220 last week. That was on one $20 prop bet on, on four props. And it's really easy. This week, I like Allen Robinson. His over-under is 64.5 receiving yards. Give me the over. Drew Brees, his over-under for passing yards is 285.5. I am taking the under in that one. Alvin Kamara, 109.5 total yards. That's a big number, but that's total yards. That's rushing and receiving. I'm taking the over there. Daryl Henderson, 64.5 rush yards for the the uh, Rams. And excuse me, I am taking the over on that one as well. So there you go. Go to Thrive, deposit $20, get your additional $20 instantly with promo code SHED, play those four props for $20, and turn it into $220. Simple as that. That's going to do it. Hopefully we can get through the next 24 hours or so without any major damaging announcements. Now go set your lineups and enjoy week four. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Shed on Air. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at FantasyShed underscore com for information on upcoming episodes as we help guide you to a fantasy football championship. Fantasy.